Hello everyone, this is G2 here. Um, I got to read off the AEW Rampage results that happened last night before I could start the show because Rampage came on on a Saturday night and usually, as you know, I introduce and I have my wrestling highlights on a Saturday morning. So that's the reason why I have to start off with the show with the Rampage results. But anyway, the first match that happened on Rampage was Jungle Boy going against Isaiah Cassidy. Jungle Boy makes Isaiah Cassidy tap to the snare trap. It was a solid match to open up Rampage. Then we have Hook going against Bear Bronson. Hook wins in his match by submission when he makes Bear Bronson tap out in the Red Rum, formerly known as the Taz Mission. Hook is the son of Taz, for anybody that doesn't know. And also, Hook is a bright young prospect in AEW that I guarantee you is one of the ones you need to be watching on 2022. But still, in my uh, yesterday's episode, I had Ricky Starks as the one you should be watching in 2022 in AEW. Um, after this, we had Layla Hirsch going against Chris Statlander. This was a great one-on-one uh, -on -one match between these two females in the AEW Women's Division. Chris Statlander won the match by submission when she was able to lock in the spider trap on Layla Hirsch and make Layla tap out. Again, great uh, match between these two ladies. I suggest you watch this. And in the main event of Rampage for the TNT Championship, it was Sammy Guevara going against Cody Rhodes. And Cody won the match by pinfall and became your new TNT champion for the third time when he hit Sammy Guevara with two crossroads in a row, and then the Tiger Driver, 97 for the win. And that is your AEW Rampage results. And with that, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Welcome back to My Two Cents Podcast, episode 54, which is entitled The Year in Review of 2021. I am your host, G2, and I am here basically to give you the year in review of 2021. But before I do that, let me just read off the last final days of the National Food Days of this week for 2021. Today being December 26th, it is Candy Cane Day. Tomorrow, December 27th, Fruitcake Day. December 28th. Box of Chocolates Day, December 29th, Pepper Pot Day, which I don't know what that is, but it's Pepper Pot Day, uh, December 30th, Bacon Day and Bacon Soda Day, December 31st, Champagne Day and also Vinegar Day, and January 1st, the beginning of the new year of 2022, it is Bloody Mary Day and also Black Eyed Peas Day. I understand, well, Bloody Mary, because people like to drink, but um, Black Eyed Peas, I believe that's a uh, thing that people eat to say they have good luck and good fortune for the rest of the year of 2022. I believe that's how people do it whenever they start off the new year. That's what they eat, but uh, I don't know. I just heard about it. But either way, with all that being said, um, I'm just basically going to be here to give you guys a basic, a big recap of what happened this year in 2021. Some of the news uh, stories that I covered, some of the news stories that um, probably forgot and slipped my mind has probably slipped your mind too because boy oh boy have we had a lot of news story uh this year but before i do that jesus christ uh fireworks are going off here um but before i do that i want to give you guys uh 
some condolences that we lost all this year, 2021. Only some because there's a whole lot and I can't read off all of them, but I can give you uh, some of them. And I'm going to I want to start off right now. Apologize for anybody that I do forget, but let's get on with the condolences of who we lost in this year, 2021. Um, we lost Samuel E. Wright. He was 74, and he was the voice of Sebastian the Crab. We lost Clarence William III. He was 81 years old. I better know him as uh, the like the creepy guy on um, Dave Chappelle's Half Bake uh, movie, Samson. It was I just know him from that. Uh, we lost Michael K. Williams. He's better known as for being on The Wire. He was also known on being on. Uh, Boardwalk Empire, I believe, like the last like thing that he did on HBO was um, Lovecraft Country, but I didn't see that. But again, we lost Michael K. Williams. We lost uh, Charlie Watts. He was a drummer for the Rolling Stones. Uh, we lost um, Melvin Van Peebles, well Pebbles or Peebles, however you want to say his name. Um, the, he was known as the Godfather of Black Cinema. Um, we also lost Cicely Tyson. She was 96. She, they said that she had a career that spanned 70 years. And boy, oh boy, I mean, she, she lived a long time, man. I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna hold you. She lived a long time. 96 to go out. It ain't a bad number to go out. No disrespect to anybody. Um, we lost Prince Philip this year. He was, I'm not getting the age right now. Oh, 99. He was 99. Almost close to 100. The husband of Queen Elizabeth, who's still right now living on this uh, earth right now. And I'm not saying that she's going to be the next to go, but maybe. And I don't want to say it like that, but come on now, let's be realistic. Uh, we lost Norm MacDonald, 61. He was a comedian. He was known for being on Saturday Night Live, but he was probably known more for being just a comedian outside of Saturday Night Live. He was known, I know him more for being on like um, Adam Sandler movies when Adam Sandler got like on Big Daddy and uh uh what was the movie that he had to go back to school uh Billy Madison I believe that was it I'm not sure if that was Billy Madison or the other one but you get the drift he was on Adam Sandler's movies because that was Adam Sandler's friend uh we lost Jackie Mason who was a comedian as well he I didn't know much about him but he was 93 not a bad Way to go out at 93. Rush Limbaugh, 70. He was a um, political, like, radio show host. And I know him more because of Family Guy. They did a show with him. And they just basically had him being on there just to, like, poke at Brian. And Brian kind of, like, leaned over to Rush Limbaugh's side and show how Brian's basically a follower, not a leader. Uh, we lost, well, Greg Leakes, the husband of Nene Leakes. He was 66 years old. Um, we lost this year. We lost DMX. We lost Biz Marquis. We lost Colin Powell. We lost um, Helena Hitchinson. We lost Larry King. We lost Young Dolph. Um, Ronnie Wilson. Virgil Abloh, the designer for Off-White. Um, Jacqueline Avant. Jovita Moore, a uh, news broadcaster and I believe Atlanta, Shock G. I mean, we just lost a lot of people in 2021. And I'm probably leaving off a lot of other names, but man, that's just just that group of names. Oh, yeah, Larry Flint. We lost this year. We lost uh, Robert Downey Sr. 
I'm just scrolling through the names right here and just looking at it. I'm like, God, that's a lot of people that uh passed this year. But, I mean, it's still small compared to 2020 because rampant COVID tests, not COVID tests, but COVID was kicking and killing off everybody last year. But it's still a shame that we lost these people this year. And um, I'm hoping that in year 2022, people don't, like, drift away. I'm hoping that we start slowing down on the death count. I understand if you want to say, Joe, come on now. Death happens every day of every second of every minute of every hour of each day. Come on, bro. I understand that, but I will like for people to stop just, like, dying and people just be able to just breathe and relax and just uh, breathe in the air that they can. And if you are listening to me right now and you have somebody in your life that you haven't spoken to in a minute, just get out your phone. Stop listening to this right now and just get on the phone and just talk to them or just shoot them a text just to see how they're doing, it. especially since yesterday was Christmas. Just say, hey, I hope you had a great Christmas. Just to extend that little bit of a uh, arm out to see if they'll try to grab that arm and just see if they have a conversation with you. If not, hey, you tried your best right there and um, you tried. There's the only thing you can do, but you always give it the good old college try here. Um. But yeah, that is the condolences for 2021. I know I left off some names, and I'm sorry about that, but this is, I mean, it's just a lot of names that I just can't cover that much. Um, But anyway, without further ado, let's get into the big stories of 2021 of this year. The first one capping off was the Capitol uh, Building Insurrection, or better known as the Riots, where people more on the Republican side came in and tried to rush up and like take down the Capitol building. Again, that was nothing but complete uh, terrorism of in-country terrorism, of terrorists in this country that we live in. But hey, they're still trying to catch some people now. Certain people have been sentenced to jail only like for a couple months, not long, which for the love of God, you know the reason why they're not being sent for a a long period of time. We know why. I've said it throughout this whole year. I don't need to go into it more. But if you haven't listened to it, go back into my earlier episodes. I believe it was like episode like four or five. And it's literally called Let's Start a Riot of uh, this year. And it just me just going off on people just being complete jackrabbits about storming the Capitol building. We had the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris again. It was the exiting of one pre- president and the ushering of a new era of a president. And by God, I said at the beginning of that thing, let's see what he can do. Let's see what Kamala and Joe Biden can do. Let's not try to kill him first. Let's give him that time. Give him those 90 days because they always got those 90 days to try to f- get their plans filter out and everything else. I started off with hope. And what I see now, people are not happy with Biden at all. People aren't happy that He tried to uh, do the college uh, students paying back their student loans, even though on the campaign trail, he said that he's going to try to end college debt, like give them forgiveness and no college debt. But uh, last week it was stated that he was trying to push it so they could start paying it back in January or February. Now he's pushing it back to like, no, no, no. I believe start paying it back in January, but now they start pushing it back to like February or something like that. Either way, dog, Biden, listen here. If you're going, matter of fact, I'm not even talking to Biden because Biden's a politician. 
trained politician. He knows what to do. I'm talking to you, the people that's listening to me right now. I want to just sidetrack off of Biden. If you hear a politician talking to you about ending any type of uh, <laughs> college debt or any type of big old fantasy wish that you know sounds like a fantasy wish, guess what? It's a fantasy wish. They're never ever going to fulfill that. It's going to be hard for them to fulfill it. They might have it dead set in their heart to try to get that passed or get that done. But you got to know all the red tape and all that kind of crap that they got to go through because there's certain people out here on the planet and certain people out there in that uh, establishment, in that government system that's not trying to kill the whole idea of college debt with people getting into debt. Because let me tell you something, money makes the world go around. And if you are in debt, guess what? It means you are indebted to somebody. So that means they know they have a steady reliability of income slowly coming to them, whether it's now in a big lump sum or it's slow, steady payments constantly throughout time. They know money's always running into them. So if you owe somebody money, just pay them that big lump sum. But the best thing is, don't ever try to get into debt, all right? But getting back to the politician thing, if a politician is going to sell you on a big old pipe dream, and you know it sounds like a pipe dream, it's a pipe dream. Don't ever believe it. Politicians are born uh, professional liars. I'm not going to say they're born into it, but <clears throat> they're trained into being a professional liar. There's no uh, if, ands, or but about it. I mean, just look at every politician that we have seen Throughout our time, yes, they have done some, certain politicians have done some great things for the country. Certain politicians have done great things for certain individuals in this country. But think about it as a whole big collective. Uh, there's always going to be people that's going to be uh, complaining and moaning about whoever the president is or whatever the case may be. And there's always going to be the president that's always running on a certain campaign thing. And it never ever camp pans out. And people are always going to say, well, you were running on this. Dog, they were just trying to say whatever they can so they can get in to that office. And that's the same thing with Biden, the same thing with all politicians. They do whatever they got to do. They say what they got to say so they can get into that office. Anyway, uh, Meghan Markle and Buckingham Palace. You know what it is. Beginning of the year, probably around February. Nope, nope. Early March, late February. Uh, we had Meghan Markle coming out and she, her and her husband, Harry, did the Oprah Winfrey interview. And she talked about how her and her husband talked about how they felt uncomfortable in Buckingham Palace, how they had to get out of there because uh, there was a little slights here and there about making comments about uh, Megan's baby, if it would be a darker or lighter complexion, which by God, if you look at Meghan Markle and you look at Harry, you knew off rip it was not going to be a dark skinned baby. If, if that's what they were worried about, that was the dumbest thing ever. And I still stand on it now. And um, they did a whole sit-out interview with Oprah, and you had the whole England, like, that whole land over there pissed off. I mean, like, everybody big mad at Meghan Markle for just her speaking about the problems that she had to deal with in that establishment. And let me state this right now. Nobody knows what it's like to be in that establishment. Like, I'm a person that hasn't been rich yet. Because I'm going to be rich in this lifetime. Let's not get it twisted. I'm rich in other in other territories. But financially, I haven't hit that bracket yet. But when I do become rich, oh, trust me, you'll know about it. But me as a person that hasn't been rich, I can't tell. I cannot tell how it is for somebody 
to be rich. I can't say, oh, they have an easier life. On the outside, it looks that way. But somebody that's probably rich, and you have these conversations where a rich person say, it ain't all what it's cracked up to be. They will always tell you, it's not what it's all cracked up to be. Money doesn't buy me happiness. And when we hear that, people that don't have the money or the financial stability that they have, we look at them like they're nuts, like, man, please shut up with that. Quit that boohooing, bro. You can pay your bills. You don't have to worry about nothing. You can go on a trip. You can buy whatever you want, dog. While we over here are struggling, we're trying to, we're living paycheck to paycheck. We're just trying to find ways to make this dollar stretch for the whole entire week or for how long we got to do it until the next paycheck. You know what I'm talking about. So we had England being big mad over Meghan Markle, especially Pierce Morgan, whenever he started running his mouth about Meghan Markle. And then to a point that he got out jousted on his own show that somebody basically out jousted him and he started to walk off on his own show and threw a little high prissy British temper tantrum and he basically got removed from it and uh he had his friend I'm not gonna say he had his friend but his friend Sharon Osbourne stuck up from over here on the American soil over on the talk and then that basically got her kind of booted off the talk because she went off on uh, Cheryl Underwood, and that basically got her booty booty kicked off of the talk, and again, you guys gotta realize, you guys have your own opinions, we all have our own opinions, but you guys gotta remember, you guys are on a television program, you're just there for that short amount of time, don't let it consume you, and I believe that Pierce Morgan let that whole thing consume you, and he continued to talk about black women uh, throughout this time, he talked about Naomi Osaka. He talked about uh, Meghan Markle. I believe he talked about one more person. Maybe. It's not coming to mind, but I know those two just off rip. And again, I stated it earlier this year. If he's talking about black women, he's going to be in the news because black people, we dominate the news. In entertainment and everything else, we dominated the only time, and listen to me clearly, the only time we don't dominate the news as in whenever like somebody wants to talk about us is if a white person happened to murder somebody or a big high tragedy or a big scandal, aka the deal right now with Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard situation and James Franco basically coming out this past week talking about his situation and his uh, fiasco with him uh, basically being on the outskirts of Hollywood right now. And again, you got to understand, those are the only time white people will be in the news and being like covered like in that type of fashion. Other than that, it's always blacks. It's always us because we are pictured and framed out in the media. And if you think I'm lying, just look at the... Just look at how many headlines were black people in in a certain light compared to a white person in a certain light. And you know the light I'm talking about. I don't really have to say it out there. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to continue to read and you're going to exactly see what I mean. Uh, we had the white guy attacking the Asian spas in Georgia. And I had to do some research on my man's name because I did not know his name. And I... Looking back at this year, I had to just find out to see what his name was. His name was Robert Aaron Long, and I didn't know that he is serving four life sentences without parole, plus an additional 35 years 
that was basically sentenced to him this year. So, again, I remember covering that earlier this year, whenever that happened, because that's whenever uh, it was being informed that Asian Americans were being attacked out here. And um, I didn't know that Asian Americans were being attacked out here. Again, I don't see it that much on, like, in the media being publicized. We see it publicized whenever it's, like, a big rampant deal. But, like, the little isolated incidents, we don't really see it like that. We don't. And I'm not going to try to lie to you. I'm not going to try to hold you. People might say, Joe, that happens. I understand it happens. But it's not, like, being blown up into, like, big old, like, national high standard coverage unless it, like, happens, like, Five days in a row, and then they start picking it up on ABC, CBS, and in MSNBC and CNN. They start picking that type of stuff up, and then they get the ball rolling. But if it's like one isolated incident, yeah, you might see it on Twitter or something. But other than that, ta-da, it's like here today, gone tomorrow. So whenever that big old thing happened, and he went on a rampage, is going to different spas owned by uh, Asian Americans, just going off on a killing spree i didn't like it i wasn't rocking with it i still ain't rocking with it now he gotta take responsibility for that and i'm glad that they gave this guy four life sentences so my man is not getting out of jail he's dying in jail and you know what i'm happy to see him die in jail right now i'm not even gonna try to lie and try to like say oh my god no no something like that has to go down you know you gotta you gotta go sit down you got to really sit down and you got to just think about it, and you got a lot of time to think. Matter of fact, you got the rest of your life to think about it when you're sitting inside that jail cell about your stupid actions that you did on that day that's now costing you your life as you took people's lives in the process. So again, don't be stupid out here, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to think about... Matter of fact, PSA to everybody. If you're thinking about doing a crime, think about the outcome of that crime. Think about, okay, what happened if you get away with it? Does it outweigh the does it outweigh the idea of you getting caught and more than likely the possibility of you getting caught and the sentencing that you're going to have to deal with if you get caught? Think about that. One, I don't condone doing crimes. That's just one. So, but I want to be realistic because we are living in a reality-based world. We live in the real world, not a fake world. Well, people are fake out here, but we live out in a world that's not a video game. If you get shot and killed, you're dead. There's no way you're being respawned or any of that type of nature with the same body. You might be reincarnated. Maybe. I'm not sure. I believe in one thing. And uh, certain people might say we, we've been reincarnated multiple times on this earth. Who knows? But getting to the point, does the outcome of you getting caught outweigh the situation of you not getting caught? Because if you getting caught outweighs it, then you not getting caught, don't do it. Do not do the crime. Do not do nothing because, by God, going and doing a crime and getting caught is stupidity. Doing a crime, just in general, is stupidity. I mean, like, stealing something, it ain't a good thing. That's juvenile. Don't do that. Um, But don't do a crime. That's all I'm saying. And this man, he's really paying the, he's paying the price for that and... Uh, that's just pure stupidity what he did this year. But again, that's still one of the big news that happened this year. Um, the other big news that happened was the Dante Wright uh, murder 
slash trial this year. As you know, Dante Wright's uh, murder slash accidental murder happened this year by Kim Potter, and she just got sent not sentenced. She just got found guilty this week of manslaughter, and we're waiting on seeing what her uh, sentencing is. I don't think I need to go into much more detail about it, but that happened this year. We got Derek Chauvin's uh, verdict. He got found guilty this year, and we got found out to serving 22.5 years in jail for the murder of George Floyd. And he's still going through other trials right now for other uh, things, um, uh, civil rights uh, trials for George Floyd thing. And he's pleading guilty towards those federal cases. So, I mean, we don't know what his sentencing will be for that. So Derek Chauvin's in for a long road ahead for himself. And again, another stupid incident, stupid thing that happened last year. And now he's paying the price for it this year. And cops this year didn't get off on that neither because there was a lot of things that cops got popped with. I talked about cops in Miami, the two uh, black cops that were uh, being, um, I call them dummy cops because they were cops, but they were dummies. Let's be honest with you. They were transporting, they thought it was cocaine or drugs over from one state into another, but when they found out that it wasn't cocaine, it was basically something else, and they get booked, and now they're sentenced to jail. Ta-da, you're an idiot because you wanted to make extra money on the side by doing something illegal. Again, I stated it on that case. I stated it now. If you are a cop, yo, do side hustles, like be a security guard for a celebrity. There's always going to be a celebrity that needs security guard. Always. And police officers are the best security guards for celebrities because you know why? Police officers know the routine. Police officers know, hey, yo, you can't have this because they will grab you for this. They will nab you for this. They know exactly what to look for. If you have this in your possession, they know exactly where you're going to stash it at. Again, police officers know the ins and out, the tricks of the trade. So if you're a police officer, do that. Go into business for yourself as in be a bodyguard, security guard, whatever you do want to call it, for a celebrity. You're at least going to get paid well. You're going to get flown out on trips. You're going to see other destinations that you don't get to see instead of just being a cop in a in a regular old neighborhood, a neighborhood that you probably can't stand anymore. I'm just saying, cops, yo, y'all got to quit whatever you're doing because you guys are getting popped out here. You guys are now going on trial this year. You guys are getting now starting to get handcuffed and booked and starting to now see the ramifications of your own uh, stupid actions. And it showed up this year, whether people wanted to admit or not, it did. Uh, another big story, there was the gas shortage that happened in May. They were talking about how gas was being shortened down. Now you got to go and try to gas, get the gas and the gas price is going high. And I talked about how. Uh, the government makes you be afraid of any and every little thing because they got to somehow install fear into you because if you don't have fear and if they can't install fear into you, what's the use? What's the use of you being under their thumb? What's the use of you being underneath uh, any type of their thing? I'm sorry if you're hearing any background noise. That is because of my neighbors shooting off fireworks right now like idiots. However... Christ, 
Um, again, see, like right there, Idioso. Um, God, the government is going to put you in situations, and they're going to see how you do. The government is going to try to uh, teach you up in fear, teach you up in hey, let's try to do this to see what the rest of the American people is going to do. Let's see how the media covers it, and let's see how everybody else uh, just acts around. Again, I don't like to believe in fear. I don't like to act upon fear. Acting upon fear just proves to me and shows me that people don't know what they're doing. And I like to be in control of everything that I am doing. So with all that being said, I wasn't worried about gas shortaging uh, in May. I remember people going out and there was long lines in gas stations trying to just get the gas because the gas shortage. I remember uh, just trying to get gas just one time because my truck was on. No, not my truck at the time. My car at the time was on low. And my mother would call me and say, hey, yo, get gas. Okay, cool. Get gas. Line. I'm like, all right, this is stupid. Go to one gas station. Go to another. Empty because gas shortage. Because people were buying up gas like idiots. And come to find out, there was no gas shortage. Quote, unquote, they say, and allegedly, they say that they were being uh, taken under hostage. Somebody was taking up the gas and holding America for hostage for it, and they paid it off so they can get the gas. Again, it was so stupid, but I don't believe in all that, but hey, you guys can do whatever you want. I just remember that being one like one of the biggest topics of the year. Uh, another topic, technically point, it was point one and point two. It was the Cuomos. Andrew Cuomo uh, having to resign from his office in New York City as governor, and his brother Chris Cuomo uh being found out that he tried to help his brother Andrew out and then months down the road later from CNN firing Chris Cuomo. Again, I can't blame Chris because Chris would do exactly what any other brother did or any other sibling would do for their siblings because they love their sibling. That's just what it is. So I'm never going to blame Chris for trying to help out his brother Andrew for that. And if you blame Chris for helping out his brother, I have to question your family loyalty because you have to be loyal to the soil. You have to be loyal to your blood. That's your blood. You got to do whatever you got to do. Now, if your blood is utter garbage and he's treating you like garbage for all this time, then I can understand why you might be hesitant on helping your sibling out. But if your sibling is never ever said any like malicious words to you, which we don't know, we've only seen the Cuomo's on television where Andrew would be on CNN from time to time, popping in and talking to his brother, Chris Cuomo. There's YouTube videos of it. It's public knowledge. Um, Again, they were just being chummy and brotherly and just talking about talking and just doing things on CNN. But the thing is, Chris Cuomo did exactly what any other brother would do or any other sibling would do. So Chris Cuomo getting fired from CNN, and I've said it before, CNN knew about it. CNN knew. They already knew the scene. Uh, Chris was helping his brother out. There's nobody going to tell me that I have a person that's working for me and his brother is a big old governor or even a big high position in a business somewhere. And you mean to tell me my employee, that's a brother, is not going over and helping his brother out and we're supposed to be like covering the news from that? Nah, you knew about it. CNN knew, but hey, they got to cover their bacon. That is what it is. Uh, the Bill Cosby uh, ruling being overturned because of a DEA snafu. Because the former DEA said, hey, yo, we're not going to 
prosecute you if this and that, blah, blah, blah. And Cosby and his lawyer uh, did exactly what the former DA asked of him. He answered the questions about it, and this new DA uh, used the information in which he couldn't use the information, so Bill Cosby got out on a technicality. Again, I am not saying that Bill Cosby is a righteous man. I'm not saying what he did was anything of non-monstrous because again if you take advantage of somebody while they're uh disoriented and you know you're taking advantage of them yo we got a problem we got beef and the only way i can say that is this if you slip them something then we got beef if you slip them something somebody's drinking then they become unconscious and all that we got beef if somebody happens to get drunk and we've all seen it in movies people get drunk and then they make out and then they start having relations with each other whether in a bathroom stall or even in a house or even in the kitchen or whatever the case may be yo listen that's two consenting adults for that but, but everybody has said that bill cosby slipped them something and they were unconscious during the act so i only can go by that and he even admit admitted to it that he would like did that to certain individuals so again i'm not saying that bill cosby is not a monster I'm not saying that he is an angel. What I am saying is that you can't blame Bill Cosby on this one for him being out because of a uh, snafu that the current DA did not look into the past DA's uh, records. Bill Cosby just basically had a lawyer that was able to outwit the legal process, and that's basically it. And that's almost basically the same thing I want to say for R. Kelly, if we were going to be honest with you. And I'm just going to really say this real quick here. R. Kelly got clipped right now because of the Surviving R. Kelly documentary. People going on a documentary, seeing the monster that he is and all this type of stuff, which we all knew from the tape that came out and from the boondocks covering an episode of the R. Kelly situation to Dave Chappelle talking about it on his Dave Chappelle uh, Chappelle show series. Uh, not series, he did one episode and it was a thing about him like dressing up as R. Kelly and doing the whole like, parody of R. Kelly. We all knew R. Kelly was a nasty, nasty human being. We all knew this. But it just took that documentary, that situation of uh, surviving R. Kelly for people to, like, really come out and say, oh, my God, he's really a monster. You guys didn't figure that out whenever he had the tape come out? You guys didn't figure that out? Yo, it, it boggles the mind of what it takes for people that actually get clipped out here not even clipped as in like killed but clipped as in i got you and i believe it was trevor noah that said it best on a commercial for his show on um comedy central he says that the only time that people will actually take anything serious is if there's a documentary like court cases nah make a documentary about it and then everybody will start following the documentary and then okay yo we gotta do something about it that's literally in his commercial that he says for his show and i thought about it and I said, yeah, he's right. He's right, because the R. Kelly doc, Surviving R. Kelly, I saw part one, part two, and I'd be like, God, this man got like a nasty reputation. He's nasty, but I already knew that because of the tape. So all that information that came out with that, just like, it just further clarifies that, yo, my man's nasty. But again, you all knew about it. R. Kelly didn't get clipped because of the tape. He got clipped because of people coming out in the documentary saying this and that, and now people got to really follow it. And if we're going to be honest, he's in jail because of the documentary more than anything else. R. Kelly's in jail because of the documentary. 
not because of the sex tape that came out or leaked out or whatever you want to call it. It's because of the documentary. That, again, it still boggles my mind, but hey, that didn't happen this year. I just want to kind of throw that into you with that. Uh, speaking of Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle's uh, comedy special, his last one on Netflix, uh, and his whole thing with the LGBTQ community. And he's really not the LGBTQ community he was getting at. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He wasn't getting at y'all. He was getting at white individuals that are changing the rules. Dave Chappelle was getting at them. If you look at it, he's talking about how a white man can now transfer himself into a female and da-da-da-da-da as a transgender, and he can say this and that, and Dave Chappelle saying, no, 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 you can't do that. Now you're trying to switch the game, but you're trying to move the goalpost. If you look at the comedy special and you look at it, really what he was saying, you understand it, but hey, we're all in our feelings for certain topics. We all pick and choose. We all cherry pick on certain things. It is what it is. I understand it. You guys understand it, but again, Dave Chappelle's uh, fight with uh, Netflix transgender employees and people that stood with the transgender community, and still to this day, people still trying to get at Dave Chappelle now. Dave Chappelle's not going to be canceled, and I understand that earlier this week, Sunday the Entertainer said that Dave Chappelle's going to get himself canceled because he thinks he's above all of this uh, cancellation. Listen, Cedric knows better than that. Dave Chappelle's not going to get canceled. Dave Chappelle's not going to get canceled because Dave Chappelle speaks too much logic and reason. And if people really were to sit down and just listen to what he's saying, instead of just getting into their feelings quickly, because again, we are all human beings. We all get into our feelings mad quick on a certain topic that is near and dear to our hearts or that we just feel a little bit too uneasy about. We all get into our feelings quick. That's exactly what happened with uh, Dave Chappelle and the whole LGBTQ community. That's exactly what happened. Again, Dave Chappelle was only speaking about what he's seeing and why uh, it is what it is. And again, I'm not going to go over it more. You know what it is. And you know how, where I stand on that. Uh, another person that had a situation with the LGBTQ community, the baby, the rapper, the baby. He said a couple comments at a Rolling Loud uh, festival. He got uh, trampled and carried out and trashed on the social media webs, on the internet and everything else, on every social media site. People were saying cancel the baby and all this type of stuff. And um, baby's PR team had to make a statement come out. And then he kind of retracted from that. And then he made his own public statement on his own video. And then months go down by, he talks... And he comes back and he's um, had a conversation with a certain LGBT, LGBTQ group. And he's working on why his comments were bad. And now he's back on stage performing and doing everything else. And the last time that he was in the news is, I believe, a couple weeks ago. He was at a festival, Rolling, rolling Loud, I believe. And people were throwing water bottles at the baby on stage. And I'm going to say this right now to you. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you don't like something. Do never, ever throw any type of objects at somebody, whether they are performing a music uh, orchestra, whether they're performing on stage, whether they are at a sporting event, whether they're at any type of thing that you have to pay a ticket to. Do not throw any type of objects at them like 
that. Don't throw any water bottles. Don't throw no type of uh, object at them. Don't do that because you don't know what type of reaction you're going to trigger them off. Shoot, earlier this year, somebody tried to throw a shoe at the baby, I believe, exactly at that exact same concert that he said those comments at, and somebody tried to throw a shoe at him, and I said, yo, you guys are lucky that he ain't jumping down the stage because somebody could have got really beat up. If you know the baby's history, and you can do a quick Google search on the baby, and you know what he's about. That man ain't for play play. He's really about that. He's really about, yo, I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to start spazzing on you because you're an idiot. So I'm going to say this right now. I want people to be careful out there right now in 2022 because we're rolling into 2022 and a lot of festivals are going to be coming around because as soon as this whole March Madness thing hits, it's going to be back to April. And guess what? Festivals and everything's going to be open up again and everybody's going to be outside next to each other if this old Marion or Omicron variant isn't that deadly and really clipping people and grabbing people up. People are going to be out at these festivals right next to each other, shoulder to shoulder, packed up like sardines in a can or packed up like hot dogs in a package. I mean, just being close up on each other, just watching a musician doing their thing or watching somebody at a sporting event. Listen, I'm telling you, don't be disrespectful. Don't try to throw something. If you don't like what somebody's doing, just walk away. You don't have to be there for that set. You can just walk away. Shoot, you don't even have to be there for that concert. If you know that person's going to be there, don't buy a ticket to that concert if you really feel that strong about it. But if you feel a certain type of way, and if you're at the concert and you see the person, just walk away for that set. And then come back. That's all you got to do. Don't throw something because guess what? You're liable for somebody to get off that stage to find you. And guess what? The crowd is going to point you out. I'm just going to be buck crazy. I'm just going to be real honest with you. And I don't think people really want to have that conversation. The crowd's going to point you out because when a stage, when a stage artist comes off that stage, it's reality punching every like fan in the face. Oh snap. This person's out here. We thought this barricade like this barricades like literally protects us oh no once a person jumps that barricade you are no longer protected that invisible wall is no longer there it's like breaking the fourth wall that musician that athlete all these whoever you want to call it they're jumping that fourth wall and they're coming over and they're going to start finding out exactly who you are and crowds they are little weasels they are little pussycats you understand me they're going to point you out and say ah that wasn't me that was the person right over there and point and seat E, matter of fact, no, category E, seat 21 over there. That was him that threw it over. And there's nothing but that musician to go over there and start slamming you and start knocking you in your face. Let's be honest. And it's all going to be because of you throwing something at them. So again, don't do that. Just be about your business. Walk away. Do whatever you got to do. Don't throw nothing at these people that you were paying your money to go see. That's all I'm going to say for that one. Uh, another big topic, the vaccine. Do you get it or not to get it? anti-vax, going against people that support the vaccine. Listen, it's going to continue to happen into the 2022, especially with the pills coming out, especially with uh, now, if you don't get the shot in certain states and certain work opportunities will no longer be provided to you. Uh, if you work in certain places, you're going to get clipped. Some of your money is going to be gone to you and they're going to be rewarding it to people that did get uh, vaccinated. Certain people will no longer have a job, as we've seen people in show business now. They are getting removed from certain positions because they're not vaccinated. 
Shoot, as a matter of fact, uh, soap opera star uh, from General Hospital, Jasper Jax, he got fired because he didn't get the vaccine and he, because of how he feels about it. And uh, Jason Morgan, the guy that plays Jason Morgan in General Hospital, he got his, his I don't know if his contract expired, but he's off of General Hospital because uh, the same thing. He ain't trying to get the vaccine because he ain't feeling it like that and he's off the show as well. And there's been other people out here right now. There's been out here. I believe I covered in somewhere in probably in October, September, maybe about how um, New York firefighters came around and they talked about how, yo, we're not going to be here because uh, we're not getting the vaccine. So all the blood is going to be on the, uh, the governor's hands for this because we can't work again. We're entering a time where it's, really really like set apart for each other whether you're team vaccinated or team anti-vax or just matter of fact you're just team in the middle hey, yo, i ain't got all the information and i'm trying to make the best decision for myself so this is where we're already at but i see heightened up more i hope we get decreased down in the year 2022 that's what i'm hoping for but again that was another big topic of this year uh Another big, big topic, the troops leaving Afghanistan. Joe Biden actually did something that all the other presidents said they were going to do, but they never really did. He took the troops out of Afghanistan. He decided, yo, we're going to pull the troops out and we're going to have Afghanistan people start fending for themselves. And again, I wish he would have did that without announcing it, because again, that's when you start opening up America soil, American uh, people to um, other countries being able to target us. Because when you start letting your opposition know, hey, I'm going to make this move, you're letting them get a good foresight of, okay, we can start taking their land or we can start taking this on this day because they're leaving this day. And we could probably be there like two or three days before there just to be right on foot just in case they want to try to pull some and we could easily move in. See, this is what I'm saying. I don't like making plans and like announcing them and then like, oh my God, no. Do it on the sneak tip. Get people out. Do whatever you got to do. You don't have to publicly announce everything. Everything doesn't need to be announced. I believe the troops should have been pulled out of Afghanistan way before Biden even got into it. After they clipped Osama bin Laden, we should have been out of there because that's originally what we were supposed to be doing down there. But we stayed there another mad years. But again, Biden did something that every other president said they were going to do, but they didn't have uh, the stones or they just thought about it differently. Uh, the Gabby Petito disappearance and how everybody and their mother started coming out and talking about how uh, the media covered Gabby Petito's disappearance compared to a person of color disappearance. And it's always been in the black uh, community's uh, talking section or talking points about how uh Whenever somebody like us gets disappearing, we know what it's like. We are the people that they don't want to talk about. We're not their first choice. We're not people with the white skin, the blonde hair, the blue eyes, the definition of beauty and elegance and perfection in the media landscape whenever you want to look out for somebody that's missing. Because again, I stand on what I said. That is the media's standard of excellence in beauty. Blonde hair, blue eyes, white skin. If you have all three of those things and you look pretty, 
guess what? You're going to get all the camera time, all the television time if you are missing. That's just what it is. You can try to fight me on it, but it is what it is. It's true. But the Gabby Petito case, that proved it out and it showed off more and more during that. And people started to point out how the media was talking about Gabby Petito more than certain other people that were actually gone out and missing in this year. Uh, another one was the Alec Baldwin uh, movie set uh, accidental uh, killing of Helena uh, Hutchins. So again, that one, we all know the movie Rust uh, had an accident of a director or videographer uh, being killed on the movie set. And now they're trying to go after Alec Baldwin and ask for his phone now, and um, Alec Baldwin trying to give that. He's been doing interviews, he's been talking, because he wants to get everything off of his chest, because he's been dealing with certain situations, and you could tell that my man is going through it. And he's trying to clear his name, he's trying to make sure people understand it. Yo, I had no idea, I had nothing to do with it, and yada, yada, yada. But again... We're going to have to see how that process goes because it all depends on what people are going to uh, say or do about it because the prosecution hasn't technically said they're going to charge Bullock, Alec with it yet. They're trying to get his phone, and then maybe if they get it, they're going to see if they can charge him with anything. Maybe. I'm not sure. But, again, that was another big topic. Uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse, the Ahmaud Arbery trial going on at the exact same time. I talked about that and I said, who do we want? And as I said, Kyle Rittenhouse was going to get off easy and he got off while Ahmaud Arbery's people, we all wanted them to get clipped and go to jail and be found guilty. And they did. And we're just waiting on the, uh, sentencing for those three men. Uh, the Jesse Smollett trial, which we all found out that he got found guilty, and now we're waiting to see what's going to happen to Jesse Smollett. I mean, there was, those are like the big stories that happened in 2021. There's probably other ones, like probably other big ones, but I know those are the ones that I wrote down as I was looking back, like, oh yeah, those are the ones. So again, those are just big things that happened in 2021. Now, what I wanted to talk about before I get you guys literally out of here is what I'm hoping for in 2022. What the first thing I'm hoping for is to uh one be a more calmer individual. I'm trying to be much more calmer than I am now. And I'm already calm now. I'm cool, laid back, but I'm just trying to get much more cool and laid back, almost to an essence of how you would see somebody uh a stoner in a uh movie. You will see a stoner in a movie. You know how they're always uh, not there, but they're somehow always there if you catch my drift, but they just never ever take on the stress. They're always relaxed and eased out and chilled out. That's what I want. I want to always be relaxed, chilled out, and just be able to just soak in life as life is happening. Don't always like worry about the next step and everything else. I think I'm already on the right path, personally. But I just want to be more, like, focused out on, like, okay, this is where we're going. I'm accepting life as it happens. I can move through it. I know everything's going to be good. As I said, I already know that I feel I'm on that path and on that journey, but I just want to continue to be on that path more in 2022. Um, another thing is I want to uh, continue 
building up this podcast as you're listening to it right now. I want to be able to get some uh, celebrity guests to come on this podcast and just have some conversations with the kid. Hopefully that happens in 2022. Maybe, maybe just per se, be on the lookout. Maybe because I want to say I probably got some certain situations. Maybe, but we'll all uh, have to see about that. Um, Another thing I want to try to help out as many people as I can with this podcast. Literally, I've had my email opened up all year, all year. And I constantly said, Hey, if you've had depression or if you need somebody to talk to, I, my email is open. Nobody has taken that offer up literally a whole 365 days. Cause literally my email has been open and I've been doing this podcast literally almost for this week will literally be a whole year since I've been doing this podcast and I've been having my email open all year round for anybody to email me, um, get in contact with me. If you are depressed or anything to have these conversations with me and I haven't had nobody take up the offer and I'm, I'm still going to have that offer open throughout the whole 2022. Again, every episode, you're going to hear me ending with it. And I want somebody to take it up. I do because I want to try to help out people as much as I can, because I believe that once you leave this earth, you only got uh, certain things that you can leave behind. One, a legacy, something that you can leave behind for your family. And two, uh, what people would think about you. Those are only two things that really actually matter. All your possessions and everything else, yes, that's your legacy. But what do people think about you whenever you leave this earth? Do they think you were a D-bag? Do they think you were a nice human being? Do they think you were a reliable person? Do they think that you were unreliable? Do they? What do they think about you? I want to be left with a reputation of he was a good guy. He was always there to help me out. He was someone that I knew that I could talk to if I was in a time of need. He's there to talk to me and try to calm me down and all these type of things are lead me in the right direction. That's what I want to be able to uh, give to people. I do. And it might not sound that way sometimes Sometimes when I do talk to people because certain people might say, Joe, you come off a little bit harsh whenever you get tired of a certain situation. Because as a human being, we all get tired of listening to certain uh, subjects and they always get rolled around to the exact same subject and you get angry with it because how are you not listening to me? But again, just know that's not me being angry with you. It's just me being a human being. It's me just being me. It's me being exactly who, what every human being is. We all have our limits. We all have our breaking points. And just that just might be my breaking point saying, hey, yo, you heard what I said. Why are you not listening to me? But again, it's all coming out of a place of love. Never malice, never nothing. It's always me just trying to help other individuals out. That's what I want to do. Um, I want to also try to help build up anybody else that I can. If you guys want to come on the podcast and talk about anything... <laughs> And I could plug it. I'll do it because again, this is uh this podcast. I want to use it as a not a stepping stone, not even a step on a ladder. I want to use this as a way to build myself up, build up people that I know, build up whatever business that they are in, and get this spread out to the masses. So if they succeed, I succeed. It's a equal transaction between me and another person and the listening audience themselves because they get put on to certain type of knowledge that they didn't get to 
uh, know about and certain things that I know about that person might know not know about. And we can have that conversation back and forth. But again, I'm helping them out in the business aspect of getting their product being pushed out to the masses as they're helping me also push my product, the podcast out to the masses. That's what I want to do with this uh, brand, this podcast right here in the upcoming year, 2022. And that's what I'm hoping to do. Um, I just want to continue to also just continue to send out love and positivity. That's all I want to do. And also, if you are listening to me now, if you haven't said uh, affirmation, not even a good, say a prayer. Say a prayer. Just say something quickly. You might not believe in prayer. Hey, guess what? Just say something to the air. Just say something to a plant. Just say something to whatever you want to say it to. But just say like, just say a prayer or say a quick little good something just to see how that'll start your day off. Just do that every single day and let's see how that day will go. Because guess what? You get to be put on the right path onto something greater along the line. That's just my feeling. I've done it. Again, I feel great. I've been doing great. I've been having a uh, easier time in life by doing this. So it's worked out for me. And I'm just going to constantly uh, spread that knowledge to anybody out there in 2022. Um. I believe that's it for that. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping that I get to actually just report on some fun topics instead of always being heavy topics almost every single week. Certain weeks, it was easy topics for me just to breeze through and just talk about it like nonchalantly. Certain topics I had to really like search for and like, oh, my God, what can I scramble up together Nah, I'm hoping just like some easy topics I can just easily just run into and just talk to you guys just so effortlessly as I've done uh, in certain episodes without me just feeling like a robot talking to you, reading off articles. I want to just be able to, in 2022, just be able to read off certain topics and formulate it in my own words and just basically tell you what's going down without always reading the topics to you. But I know that's part of the game. I got to read the topics so you guys can understand it. And myself understand it as well. But I want to get better at that in 2022. I think before I get you guys out of here. I want to give a couple shout outs to people that helped me out um, this year. Like like giving me feedback, if you will. That have helped me become a better podcaster. Because if you listen back to my first episode, which is a real horrible. Like listen back. You can see where I was at to where I am now. I believe that I've really grown way farther in the process of it. You can listen to the mic quality. You can listen to the sound quality. You can listen to just the way how I will talk. And I was so jittery and anxious in the first episode to where I am now. I feel like I've gotten way better. I feel like I've gotten effortlessly at the microphone right now. I'm still learning, so it's still going to be choppy from time to time. But I believe I've gotten way better at it than I did when I first started. But anyway, um, I want to thank Mr. Ranton Review. He's a YouTuber. and He's also have his own podcast, Ranton Review. He talks about finance. And he talks about wrestling as well. Uh, he's more focused more on the New Japan aspect of professional wrestling. He talks about New Japan a lot. I used to talk about New Japan earlier in the year, but... Uh, 
my interest in New Japan hasn't slipped. It just hasn't been there, like, in frontal, like, in my face, because I don't have a subscription to New Japan World yet, yet. But also, New Japan has been slow on, like, uploading things to the their uh, YouTube on the American, like, side of their YouTube. So that's the reason why I haven't, like, paid too much attention to New Japan and, like, and covered it that much. So in 2022, I'm trying to get back into New Japan. That's another thing. But I want to thank Mr. Rant and Review because he's told me that, yo, you need to relax on the mic, slow it down, and just go at your own pace and just slow it down. Everything's fine. You're doing well. You just got to slow it down on the microphone. The same thing I heard from my mother and same thing I heard from professors that I sent out uh, the podcast episodes to and they would give me feedback. So I want to thank them as well. But he also gave me that exact feedback. But I want to thank him because he does podcast. He does Twitch. He does YouTube. He does other things. So hearing it from somebody in the exact same profession kind of hits different than just hearing it from your family. And I know that sounds crazy. We all have that exact same thing. We all hear, uh, we all hear from people that will tell us the exact same information, but it takes that one person to really hit you and give you that exact same information. And it really makes you really like think and click like, okay, I got it. Um, so I want to thank Mr. Rant Review. I want to thank uh, Armani Gibbs. Uh, he was a classmate of mine at CCU, Coastal Carolina University. Uh, me and him were in a German class. He was on episode 49. Uh, that was the episode on the week of Thanksgiving. And he talked about uh, he talked about eating healthier. He talked about how um, you can get yourself balanced out in your life technically to a degree. He talked about uh just different things. Me and him had a little conversation, but it was enlightened because I was able to have somebody in my classmate that's a classmate of mine just basically pop in and just talk and just be on the microphone. So it was different. I want to thank him for that. And that was episode 49, The Audacity, if you want to listen to that interview. Uh I want to thank my brother Joseph, who's been on the podcast like twice but in different circumstances. The first time he was on the podcast was him and my other brothers and my other siblings, uh, Franklin, Joseph, uh, Kevin, and Small Fry. Uh, They were on episode 21 entitled Best Friends, and that was our Mother's Day uh, addition towards our mother. And they had their own little sound bites on the show and I want to thank them for being on that episode this year. I want to thank Joseph specifically as well because he was on episode 28 and it was all about, the episode was titled, uh, There's there's an M.E. in Threesome. And it was us talking about uh, the recap of uh, there's, there's an I, there's no I in Threesome. I believe that was the documentary slash a film that me and him saw on HBO Max that I still, and I mean, I still implore you all to see because that is a tripped out situation. When you look at it, it just opens your world up to an open relationship situation. And it makes you think about, can you really handle an open relationship? And like, really, really, can you handle it? He was in here and me and him talked about that for a minute. 
and he was basically being my guy that I could basically bounce off uh like talking points me and him have talking points I'm hoping to have that continue on in the future uh so again thank my brother Joseph um I want to thank my mother because she was on the podcast too she was on episode 15 entitled mama me and her had a conversation. We talked about uh, the Kirk Franklin thing that happened earlier this year as well with him and his son. Uh, we talked about how I don't think how people in this day and age are ready to get married or that marriage is basically done with now in this day and age and time with people of our, this time, uh, this age bracket that we're in. Marriage is no longer like the thing anymore. You don't have to be married anymore. Uh, we had that conversation again. It's on episode 15 entitled Mama. So if you want to listen to that back to that uh, episode, you can do that. So again, I want to thank those people. I want to thank professors of mine that have listened to the podcast. I want to thank uh, other classmates of mine that have, think, that have listened to the podcast. Uh, I want to thank CCU personally because I was there. Uh, and without being in a certain class, I wouldn't have been able to get to a program and uh, not a program, but do certain things that I'm able to do on the podcast now. Like you hear the little clips, you hear the music being put in at the end, like the subtle tones when the music pops in. I've learned how to put that into the music, into the podcast. I've learned how to do that in going to CCU. Without that, I don't know what what happened i probably would have had a, i probably would still would have found out somewhere on youtube but just going to that class and going to ccu made it much more easier for me so again i want to thank ccu for doing that for me um i would just want to thank everybody that has listened whether you're in india whether you're in canada whether you're in germany whether you're in uh brazil england america i mean yes and i've had people in india England, I'm able to look at the demographics and it shows me exactly where people are listening to this podcast from. And it still blows my mind that a guy that doesn't like really advertise himself out here to the world like that has people in India, Canada, uh, Germany, and um, America, and Brazil, and all these other countries like really listening to him. And it might be sporadic. Sometimes it might just be one person in India, one person in Canada. It doesn't matter. The demographic is still showing that yo i have people in these areas so if that can transfer over and then guess what it's slowly heading around the world and that's all i need for it to go around the world and guess what whenever this whole podcast really starts picking up flow and i'm planning for it in 2022 y'all ain't seen none yet trust me y'all really haven't seen none yet because then i'm gonna really show y'all something but again i want to thank people for listening to this kid this is basically came on here to just let this be a free open space for him to just talk about things to him just to basically express himself and this was a uh just a not gonna say a hobby but it was just something that I just wanted to do just so I can um let the world know who I am let the world see and hear from me and just get another person's point of view on certain topics that I don't think people will really like think about from time to time but again, that's just what I started this podcast for. Also, before I do leave off this thing too, I want to thank, and I don't know if he noticed this or not, I want to thank Austin Creed. I want to thank Austin Creed because he has really shown me how 
you can do one thing and then you can branch off into another, into another, into another. Austin created this professional wrestler known as Xavier Woods. He started in W, well, he started off in Independence, but he got signed to WWE. Then he goes off and now he's doing hosting for G4. He has shows. He's hosting for Nickelodeon from time to time. He's at uh, video game expo cons. He's at video game uh, conventions, just hosting from time to time. He's living his best life, but he's working on the road constantly. He's he's a journeyman. He's constantly working, but he's also being able to show everybody that, listen, you're not just one thing. You can be multiple things. You don't just have to be a wrestler. You could be an entertainer. You could be a video game enthusiast. You could be a music enthusiast. You can be a, uh, you can be whatever you want out here. The world is truly your oyster. You can do anything you want. And with him brokering a YouTube show called Up, Up, Down, Down on YouTube in 2015. And now where you see is that now it's just, it's, it's something to really behold himself itself. And I just want to thank him for showing me the blueprint and showing me that, yo, you can do these things. And I'm not sure that he knows this or not. And I never had a conversation with him, but uh, if this happens to reach him, I just want to say thank you for that. But again, uh, those are the people I want to thank uh, out here on this uh, Sunday edition of the My Two Cents podcast year wrap up edition of 2021. Let me give you guys my social media tag so we can get you guys out of here. On Twitter, you can find me at, at my2podcast. Instagram, my2centspodcastg2. On um, email, my2centspod at yahoo.com. M-Y, the number two, C-E-N-T-S-P-O-D at yahoo.com. If you want to email me about if you're sad, depressed, lonely, or if you just want to get some off your chest that you're happy, uh, excited, you don't know who to tell because you don't know if, like, if you have anybody in your corner. I'm here. My my email will always be open. Trust me, I listen, and I just want to have this email open at any time. Um, I want to thank Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, Amazon Music, and Audible, and other podcast uh, stations that I am on for having me on. Because again. You guys can look into your terms and conditions and y'all can say, oh, he's violating something that isn't really real. And then somebody can complain about it and you can kick me off. But I'm glad you guys have it. You guys have been rocking with the kid for a whole entire year. And I've been uh, glad for that, especially you, Podbean. Podbean was the one that kind of like I really like put money into. And I just like, OK, let's see how this goes. And I've been rocking with it and they've been rocking with me. And I'm glad uh, to be doing this with them with that they were able to let me branch out and do it with these other uh, uh podcast companies so again thank you to podbean especially but thank you also to other uh podcast uh servers uh those where you could those servers you could also find future episodes and past episodes of the my two cents podcast um with all that being said always remember i love you i love you i love And with that, this has been my Two Cents Podcast. This isn't goodbye. This is until you hear from the sweet-sounding voice again. I have been G2. He is I, and I am him. I love you all. Please have a great uh, Sunday. Please be blessed. Please take care of yourself on these roads because people are still out here. Just uh, please be careful. And with that, Kanye, can you please take these people home? I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh.
Jesus wept.